It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! <laughs> Summertime, Will Smith, the NAACP Awards are back. I'm your host, Don Cornelius. To my right, we have Su- Supreme Thugalicious. What's going on? Stop calling me Thugalicious. <laughs> and to my far right, we got Peace I'm, Up, A Town Down. Listen, our name is Tabutu. X to Bootu X. There we go. <laughs> That's that sounds like a new Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> to Bootu X. X. Hey, we had a conversation. We need to get to this first and foremost. We had we had some blasphemy going around. <laughs> I need I need the chat to get involved early on and early. Please and do. They about to light him up. Please now, do, because he he out of pocket. We had a conversation in here, and we thought we was all brothers. We thought we was all on the same page. Mm, mm, mm. And then one of us says. Loving basketball was a horrible movie. Horrible. Fellas, can you co-sign that move? Listen, I like I told the individual that said it. <laughs> you can put my name on it. The, oh my god. I tried to save you. I was trying to save you. That's what I'm talking about. Stand on your listen, y'all See, already teaming up against me today. No, listen. It doesn't happen often, but all I'm gonna tell you is it's it's just certain things that's off limits, you know? Like it's it's some some very famous African-American actors that was in that movie and that was one of the movies that you know as kids it raised us man like it was like it's literally like you ain't seen love and bass it's like Friday you ain't seen that movie like it was that good so a lot of kids grew up wanting to live out that movie they wanted to find them a girl that was good in basketball and they wanted to that be was dominant smart and yeah, intelligent yeah, and, and they wanted to go to college and, and dominate and end up being married like the concept of that movie is how a few black people went about their lives for big mcnuggets to say the blasphemy that he's saying i mean i just I, like I, you you were you, you lost a lot of cool points. It is, it's unfortunate. Listen, Friday's a phenomenal movie. That's fine. Listen. Loving basketball is not. It's just not. <laughs> oh my! Like, plain and simple. It's what not. is? So what's bad about it? That's this the question. Is, this, this is the thing. <laughs> it's so corny. Oh my god! He totally disrupted the team chemistry <laughs> with the blasphemy that came out of his mouth. Not like you said. It's a staple in the black community. Outside of the part that his daddy played for the Clippers. At that time, nobody <laughs> with the Clippers. But, I mean, one of the famous famous motivational lines came from that movie. Can't should never be in a man's vocabulary. You mm. know, so, like, for McNuggets to disrespect, like, you know. He said. It's, it's just, I, I expect better out of him. <laughs> hey, McNuggets. Hey, I'm hurt. That's what I said. I was hurt. That line is famous. Can't shouldn't be in a man's dictionary. Love and basketball shouldn't be in a man's DVD collection. That's all I'm saying. Hey, wow. you, Listen, you, you are hey, By the way, actually it should be. 
because that's that's one of the greatest Netflix Netflix and chill movies of all time. That's true too. If you yeah, want, it's so boring. If you, you want to forget about the movie, you start getting. By the way, by the way, Douglas, uh, he got a pocket. <laughs> Ridiculous. To be truthful, it is the same movie. I, uh, uh, the best man, the wood, the brothers. Don't put the wood. Don't you uh, ever say nothing uh, about the wood. You, you know. Save the last dance. That Same ain't, joint. That ain't that. That's Save the last you. You pushing it with you that one. Hey, look, look. I got some fold. <laughs> some fold right now. Hey, by the way, that's if, a bad visual. If, if, there, if, there, bad if visual. there was no sound, that is the most pause-worthy thing anything has done in the show. If you turn the sound off and your arm, your arm is rocking back and forth from right to left, really fast. No, we can't. If do you it. seen the movie, you knew what he was talking yeah. about. I, I saw the movie. I'm just saying, there's a lot of people out there that may not saw that movie. That's no, then please. That's I, I doubt everybody seen the wood. If you ain't seen the wood, then I, what are you doing? I'll tell what you are what. You doing? It's super pause. Is that pause? If you, ain't, if you ain't seen the, <laughs> it's a movie, y'all. Hey, camera one, I apologize. We are gonna get y'all on on tack. There's no better way to say that. We gonna they gonna. It's make, a pause on my man's. They was on oh, ESPN yeah. eating hot dogs yeah, yesterday. Okay. It was. It was pause. Okay. Oh yes, it was. <laughs> you can't do okay. nothing. Can't do nothing. Can't no do nothing more, today. Man. I, I, listen, are we gonna be on regular people's time. We gonna stay t- timely. They're gonna be like, man, that show. Hey, the NAACP awards end at three o'clock. <laughs> no, we are gonna stay on time and be out here right ready to go. Hey, we got a great show today. Got a great show today. Uh, obviously, we are gonna get to the Browns. I don't even know. The Browns is is kind of a couple couple weeks away from training camp. Uh, but McNuggets came to me a couple weeks ago and he 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 threw this out there. He says, G. Bush, if Deshaun Watson is not the guy we thought he was. Mm. Would that be a bigger disappointment than when they were 0 and 16? And I really had to think about that. I think that we're gonna have a really good debate and conversation about that. About what is the guy really mean? About the context of what you felt when it was 0 and 16, and how things moved during that time period. So that's a really good conversation we're gonna have. Um, we'll get to that coming up after that. Jared Allen's name. Now we mentioned Jared Allen's name uh, for the Cavs being moved in terms of these these uh, this draft and and whether or not they needed to upgrade at center or how they were going to get better. Now that you've got <coughs> Niang and now that you've got Max Struess, how does this roster look? And is it more palatable at this point to either get rid of Jared Allen or do you think now because they got those long you know assets and shooters and they tweaked the roster a little bit? Do you think Jared Allen? Um, makes more sense to keep than to uh, move off, or is it a little bit easier? So we'll talk about that as well coming up, um, and then we'll you know we'll get into this this topic. Um, star players, we've seen it all the time. We 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 do it in Cleveland all the time. We even talked about it with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, right? Um, is it on the front office to go get you know the players and make the dessert and get the ingredients and do something with it, or is it the responsibility of the star players? To to make it um, make the pitch to other guys mm-hmm. and to bring them into the fold. We'll talk about which one of those um, are you know really the optimal way to do it, and we'll talk about that coming up. Guardians Braves recap, um, and we'll get to, we'll get to the Guardians. And, and by the way, you guys are going to the game tonight, right? We are. I was there Monday night, real quick too. The largest regular season Guardians game attendance in nine years. It was an absolutely electric atmosphere. Progressive was rocking. It was 10 to 15 deep in the standing room only section, which I, I've been to a bunch of Guardians games since I moved to Cleveland. It hasn't been anywhere near that that field. It was unreal, and it was 
it hurt that they couldn't get that one hit they needed yeah. to really, really make it a game. The crowd was so ready to erupt on so many different occasions. But shout out to Cleveland for showing up in Troves. I think it was thirty-eight thousand in attendance. I whatever thought, it was. I thought are I would you, never see that. Are again. you paying the forty-nine ninety-nine a month? Uh, I actually got a free ticket on Monday, oh and then I met God. a buddy who had second row seat, so I ended up sitting with a free ticket, literally in the second row behind the dugout. Shout That's out dope. Zach Barnett. Shout yeah. out my guy Zach for That's that. Dope. But we're taking. Uh, I'm taking Earl, Steve, and Anthony tonight. A little uh, little treat for being loyal. Co-workers are, help me out. So, are you buying you, the are, snacks? That's too? what I was about to ask. Is that's snacks TV. or Listen, McNuggets? I got the tickets. Oh. I got the tickets. We'll see how we'll see how snacks TV up. We'll see how it ain't dollar dog. It ain't dollar dog. No, no, that ain't how it works. You invite we'll them out. You take care of everything. That's how it works. And you know Earl. And you know Earl be hungry too. He be lifting weights now. McNuggets. That's like that's like asking a girl out to a date but not paying her. Tab. Like that. That's what that's. Hey, I said we'll see. I hey. didn't say no. I hey. didn't say no. Hey, 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 shout out to you. People don't be taking that people out to eat like that, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is actually kind of funny too, man. Uh, we're gonna get to this. Which UCSS panelist would be the best recruiter, right? And ironically, Tybus does recruit for a living, dog. Like, like, but we're gonna tell you why G. Bush would be a better recruiter than Tybus, even though he does it for a living. Uh, he, I, I'm just a guy. I don't. Tybus tell the truth too much. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I do. Keep it one thousand. Keeping it a thousand. I'm selling. I listen. I'm selling moms all the dreams, all of them. That, yeah. I'm not a guy. One thing about me is I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, we got uh, 60 seconds uh, with AJ Green in reaction. Oh, and, and, and we, we got uh, we got some sound coming up as well. Amani Bates spoke the first time he spoke. Um, I think all, all year. It's a three minute. Yeah, first time as a Cav. So Evan, he spoke for eight minutes. The Cavs only posted about three and a half, okay. play, which is a little suspicious. Okay, I'm not quite sure why they cut it off halfway through. But Evan Damrell of Locked On Cavs was at that press conference, and he's going to join us about twelve fifteen <laughs> to talk about what Amani Bates said. Get into some of the things, and one thing in particular, he said kind of stood out, and I think it's going to lead to a very interesting conversation on our end about the timing and just the comments in general. So we will have some Amani Bates uh, breakthrough and reaction too. But we, we got to start with a new game here. Jay. There it is. I don't even know if it's a real game. It's more of just a, a preview segment, but I thought of a little different way to do it. So if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm going to give you a scenario. I'm going to give you a stat and two options, and I want you guys to write your answer, then we'll explain why as to which one you're picking in a sec. But essentially, it's who will have more. And I'm going to give you two guys for the upcoming season, a category. We're going to pick who will have more of each category. So we're going to start with touchdown passes. Who will throw more touchdown passes in 2023? One, Deshaun Watson. Or two Aaron Rodgers. Dang. These dudes, that's what I'm telling these off-season joints be tough. Like, you gonna come with that one immediately, that ASAP? Is, I mean. Man. Um, 
touchdown passes. Deshaun Watson, don't be having me looking crazy, bro. You don't have me out here looking crazy. Yeah, these all should be pretty close. I, I, I hopefully we're not going to go clean sweep on all these, but I am curious to see who is higher on certain players than others. And Rodgers obviously moving to a new team, coming off a down season. Deshaun Watson, seven touchdowns in six games last year. Both guys looking to rebound to their MVP form. G. Bush, you ready? Yes, Earl, sir. You ready, Tavis? You ready? Yes. Let's flip, see what you guys got. More touchdown passes. Aaron Rodgers, according to Tavis, Watson from G. <laughs> Wait, A. Rodolph, the shroom's been crazy. So you're picking Rodgers, Tavis? <laughs> yeah. And the other two are picking Watson. Uh, G, I'll start with you because I see you gave me exact numbers. You have Watson with two more than Rodgers. Yes, yes. Two more two more TDs for uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Now, look, it's going to be close. Um, and I think the reason it will be extremely close is because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think, got, got one of the guys that's going to be that Garrett Wilson is a monster. So I, I think the way he's going to get back shouldered up, some of the some of the ways that he can place the ball and get it to him mm -hmm. in these tight areas, I think he's going to have a really great year. Um, but when I look on the other side of the football, I, I look at Deshaun Watson and I like the weapons more. I like Elijah more. Um, I, I know what I got in Cooper. You know, we always talk about DPJ. Uh, um, you know, I think that the overall collection of talent is better offensively. And I think because Deshaun Watson is going to be in the system more, have more control over what he likes and what he doesn't like, I think it's going to lead to him, him, you know, throwing a few more touchdown passes. But Aaron Rodgers just on skill level. Um, and being new to the Jets system, I think you know it'll, it'll he'll be he'll be uh, down a couple touchdowns, 35, 32 Watson. Earl, you doubling down on that? Yeah, I think for me, you know, you go back to last season when Russell Wilson first arrived in Denver, Deshaun Watson with his six games here in Cleveland, quarterbacks first year, new team, new city, new system, uh, chemistry, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you got to build that chemistry. <laughs> There's going to be bumps in the road with that, and even though Aaron Rodgers is familiar with the offense. <clears throat> You still got uh, your first year with a coach, first year with this team. The fact that Deshaun Watson has been here now for almost, you know, two, four seasons as far as the, uh, you know, just being inside the building, being around the team. He knows the playbook. He's comfortable with Kevin Stefanski. He's been working on this thing for a while. You got the chance to see him at OTAs. I just think chemistry will play a, a, a huge uh, role in that, and I see him throwing for more touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. And Tyvis, you're on the other side. You said Rodgers because he's not on mushrooms, or is there no, a little no, more analysis? He, you no, can no, 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 no. You know, ever since he's discovered ayahuasca, you know, he speaks at the psychedelics and everything. You know, he's all in on this whole thing. And you know, he even come came out and said that before he discovered ayahuasca, he was throwing you know 27 touchdowns, uh, eight picks. Something is that like legal? That. Yeah, it is. The, uh, uh, anyway, the CBA, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he could, yeah, it's illegal. So, and he was speaking in Denver and Oregon. See, Denver and Oregon is legal okay. to do all of these things. It's decriminalized. Uh, oh, okay. I got you. Sir. So, anyways, so he said that you know before he discovered ayahuasca, twenty-seven touchdowns, eight picks. He said after he discovered ayahuasca, forty-two touchdowns, eight picks. So the proof right there is in the pudding for him. He said that he it, it has really unlocked him. Um, the biggest difference between Deshaun and A-Rod is that A-Rod don't have a Nick Chubb that's getting paid, what, $20 million, something like that? He don't have to worry about him getting satisfied getting the ball. So with that being said, they have to justify them making this trade 
for Aaron Rodgers. Therefore, you have to put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. He will be the one that's supposed to take them over the hump because last year they were ready to go. They were just a quarterback away. I mean, Joe Flacco came and did some amazing things, but once Zach Wilson took back over, things slowed down. They expect Aaron Rodgers to come in, and if he continues to play, he was a two-time MVP just, what, two years ago. If he plays like that and he has the weapons to do that, I think he's very capable of throwing those as many, way more touchdowns because, like I said, Brees Hall, is his name Brees Hall? Mm -hmm. Brees Hall is coming off an injury, so he's not going to be 100% healthy at the beginning of the season. That's time for Aaron Rodgers to really eat. Let me ask you this question. And on top of that, he got his OC back. He back with uh. I was just what's, yeah. What's his OC that was uh with him in Green Bay? I was, got fired in Denver. I was Nathaniel just, Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> when you were playing in the league and you're going against uh, you know, so Salah is a defensive minded head coach. Yes, right? he is. Did you find that there was a, a, a any truth to the fact that sometimes um, defensive head coaches struggle with franchise quarterbacks? Or do you do you go into a game and say, well, look, you know, I, I don't think they're gonna let him loose like they should. Well, I tell you what, the only the only time I really got to experience that, I don't know what you would consider Pete Carroll. I mean, I don't, whatever. He oh, was, he's a defensive coach. He's okay. a defensive guy. <laughs> well, the offense there was kind of shaky there. Um, when I was with the Jets, Todd Bowles was the head coach, and the offense was shaky there. But it was Sam Darnold's first year. Yeah. Um, what I will say is that in with the Jets situation, I don't think that's going to play a major part because of the fact that Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers have already had success together. Mm -hmm. I think Robert Sala is one of those guys who's going to be very hands-off. Uh, pr pretty much how Stefanski is, where he only thinks about the offense at times <laughs> and let the defensive coordinator handle it. Pretty much how Sala will be with the offense. You know, I, that's your thing. You run your thing, and I trust what you're going to get done. Obviously, we got you the quarterback that you were very successful with. Y'all should be good over there. I'm going to worry about this defense and the special teams because that's the thing that I'm concerned about. I mean, the same thing happened in Pittsburgh, right? Mike Tomlin is a defensive-minded head coach, and some of Pittsburgh's best offenses fe uh, feature Big Ben, mm -hmm. uh, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell. So it's the same situation. A guy that's a defensive-minded head coach but is smart enough to be hands-off and like to let the right people run the shit. So I, I think that uh, I don't think it's going. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a veteran quarterback, a Super Bowl champion, a MVP. He's a pro's pro. I just feel like there's going to be <coughs> somewhat of an adjustment, getting getting adjusted to playing in a new division, uh, a new city. You know, somebody different in your ear and your helmet every single day. I just think uh, it's a learning curve there. And but he had the guy in his ear for like he has. He had his best seasons. Yeah, I mean he he, <laughs> so. he has. I, I just think in this new scenario. At the end of the day, it's the it's, Nick Chubb thing. That's the thing. It, you think the fact, so? If Brees Hall was 100% healthy, uh, maybe, because he was off to an MVP or a, a rookie of what the year. What if they signed Dalvin Cook? They ain't signing no Dalvin. Dalvin Cook going to Miami. We need to stop acting like he's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we need to go to this yeah, second like, question and act like we is. <laughs> yeah, just, just to, to clear something up, Hackett was Rodgers' offensive coordinator for three seasons, so he has more time with Hackett than ben. Watson has with and, and so Just throwing it out there. And didn't he bring all his receivers too? Yeah, they got Cobb and <laughs> so he's, got, he's got familiarity, but just, uh, just throwing it out there. Okay, next one. Who will throw for more yards this year? Not touchdown, passing yards. Watson? Or Jalen Hurts? More yards? Just yards, not touchdowns, just passing yards. Oh, it's easy. Um. We had a 2-1 split last who is, time. Who they running back? 
Penny, uh, right? Uh, Rashad Penny. Penny. Yeah, they got him from Seattle. Mm, that's tough. That's the point. That's tough. Uh, it's tough. It is. It is tough. It's a tough one. They got. Earl looks confident in his answer. They got to. They got to justify that contract that he just signed. <laughs> though, I tell you that. Easy money. Y'all ready? Let's see. G's definitely going with Watson. <laughs> Watson. Watson's across the board. Tyvis, you went last last time. You get to go first here. Is it close? I guess is the question. <coughs> yeah, it's extremely close. I mean, the difference is is that they are they're more. I guess we're a balanced team as well. Um, I thought that. Jalen Hurts had an unbelievable season last year, but he didn't throw for that many yards. You know, they no. were they are a big RPO team, and a lot of the times it's he's so effective because of his legs. So he takes away some of his passing yards in that way. The thing I would say about what I've seen with the Browns is that, you know, now that you got Elijah Moore and you moving him around, you're gonna get him involved. You know, just even if even if he decided, well, I think they might have outlawed it now, but the one where they do the jet sweep and he just tosses it forward and he catches it, that's considered a pass. But I yeah. think they might have outlawed it this year. Um, but if that was if that's not the case, that's passing yards right there. I just think that they're going to get Elijah more more involved. He'll have the more mismatches, and I think they just got more passing threats. I don't get me wrong, Devontae Adams, I mean Devontae Smith and and AJ Brown is some dogs. But they still feed their run game, and they do a lot of running to open up the pass. And I think with Stefanski's new quarterback and his new offense, he will be more passing to open up the run. Yeah, I kind of agree with Tyvis. I think uh, Philadelphia put a lot of emphasis on the run game, and I think Jalen Hart, Jalen Hurts, is actually a big part of their run game yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. And then Miles Sanders moving on. You got Rashad Penny coming in. We know Penny has potential, but mm -hmm. he's dealt with injuries. Yep. He really hasn't led, you know lived up to that potential yet mm -hmm. and just knowing how they run their offense with the RPOs and I think when you look at the Brown situation there's more of a threat of a vertical pass game than there is necessarily with Philadelphia mm -hmm. you know what I mean you got guys with speed I could see I could just see situations to where Deshaun Watson is chunking the ball downfield for 40 50 yard games versus the mm -hmm. you know what what Philadelphia might be doing the RPO possession receiver like AJ Brown things like that. Mm -hmm. I just think that uh, the offense is a little bit more potent and a little bit more geared towards uh, a quarterback being able to have higher passing numbers in Cleveland yep. than it is in Philadelphia. Well, um, I'll tell you what, <laughs> not about done. I've, I've got my advocates over here. I've now amateurized Deshaun Watson's passing schedule for the entire 2000. And 23 years. Now let's get right to it. Um, I got him. I got him throwing for 4,800. People say I'm crazy. Um, no, that's what I'm paying for. It, it, like if I get in my car, I expect I'll be hurt. If you got a car that you think is nice and you get in and it don't work, you're gonna be mad as hell. If your payment is anything over $500, $300, you salty. I'm like, yo, I could go out to the. I can go get, get me a used car and have it not start. What am I paying for? Deshaun Watson needs to have that new car smell 4,800 yards. That is only 282 yards per game. If you thinking that's crazy numbers, that's 282 a game. It's not crazy. My down my payments is under 300. Mm -hmm. Everybody like payments under 300. I can do a lot with that. Now Jalen hurts. He got better receivers. I'll give it to him. I like I like their receiving core overall. I like uh, listen AJ Brown. I still don't know what the Titans was doing. Uh, Devonte uh, Smith, I like him a lot. I like their tight end. Um, 
But at the end of the day, I think, you know, there's a more of a collective body of work here. I think Deshaun Watson um, is going to throw for 4,800. Jalen Hurts gets to about 4,001. He'll have a little bit of he, and that's a good year for him. That's his bet. That, that's his ceiling. That's Jalen Hurts ceiling right there. <laughs> 4,000. Do you know Mikey, do you know what he had last year? I feel like it was like 3,900 yards. Alabama yards. You, you know, he, he actually did not throw for nearly as many touchdowns no. as uh, as people think. No. Not touchdowns. He threw for 3,700 yards last year. That's like, this See, is the best he's going to be. Yeah. I'm, giving him, I'm giving him money right here. You know you basically saying Deshaun Watson is returning to his 2024. I, I've already said that. We, we, we we're standing on that, too. Oh, I'm just making oh, We're right on the, on the shores on the, on the Rock of Gibraltar. Okay. <laughs> All right, we got the next one. We're moving on from Deshaun Watson. We're getting into the running backs and receivers categories here. Uh, we've talked about these two comparatively a lot, but is there a chance that Derrick Henry can have one more hurrah and run for more yards than Nick Chubb? Or is Nick Chubb the official rushing king of the NFL? It's mm. tough. It's tough. It's tough. Man. How many ways can you legitimately spell Derek? Uh, that is how he spells Derek. I My know. brother spells it D-E-R-E-K. Yeah, there, there's there's hundreds of spellings, I believe. Earl's going with Henry in the surprise pick. So is that Henry as well, Tyvis? It is Henry. And G. Bush, is it a clean sweep for the Titans running back? Or are you going with Chubb? <laughs> killing me with All three killing pick me. Henry. Earl, start us off. Why are you going with Derrick Henry? Well, multitude of reasons, man. <laughs> I, I just feel like that, you know, anytime Nick Chubb is close to winning a Russian title <laughs> or anywhere in the conversation, no matter if the head coach is Freddie Kitchens or Kevin Stefanski, they just stop giving them the football. And then you look at the situation with Tennessee. Derrick Henry is their offense, right? We talk about Deshaun, Deshaun Watson throwing for all these different yards, all these different weapons that the Cleveland Browns have. You said you've seen the, uh, you've seen the formation at uh, OTAs. They had four wideouts, and Elijah Moore was in the backfield. Yeah. So just just the different varieties of 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 sets that the Cleveland Browns would throw, throw at you at offense, the different amount of we uh, weapons that they have on offense, and then looking at the situation in Tennessee to where Derrick Henry is their offense. And he's still showing he got some tread on the tires. I just think uh, Nick Nick Chubb is gonna have a great season, but Derrick Henry, I'll rush him yet again. Davis. Yeah, I mean for all the reasons that Earl just said, like uh, we we really banking on Deshaun Watson to have this big year, and if that's the case, that's gonna take carries away from Nick Chubb. Now don't get me wrong, you know Nick Chubb, they tried to take the ball out of his hands a lot last year, but he was still very productive in what he did. But I just think that. <laughs> now that you got all these shiny new toys at wide receiver, I think Kevin Stefanski is going to be more open to, you know, show his ability to, you know, call these pass plays and, you know, get his shiny new toys, their their production on the field. And, you know, like like you said, in Tennessee, you your quarterback situation is you got Ryan Tannehill that you're trying to move on from. You just drafted one. You drafted one last year. You got three <laughs> quarterbacks that you don't know. You don't really have a number one receiver because Traylon Burks gets hurt all the time. So, you have no choice but to give Derrick Henry the ball. I mean, that's he literally gets the ball 30, 35 times a game, and I don't think that that's going to change. You know, that's just, you know, Coach Vrabel's a very old-school style coach where he believes in defense and running the ball. And I think with that being said, Derrick Henry's going to get more touches, therefore he's going to equal more yards. And no matter how old he gets, if that big dude get moving, 
It's a lot of DBs that's going to move out the way and let him go on and run and get his yards. So I think that happens more times than not in Tennessee than in Cleveland. Yeah, you, you know, my two counterparts are correct here. Listen, anytime you got the uh, law firm of uh, Tannehill, Willis, and Levis, that equals you running the wing team in the NFL. That's actually an equation. This is Pythagorean's theorem on steroids right here. Um, yeah, these dudes, uh, yeah, these guys, I watched the last year when Malik Willis was playing in Kansas City. These dudes was running direct snaps. Anytime, anytime that you see the Wildcat, you you know you know a team is waving the the red flag. They're waving it. They're like, oh, listen, we have nothing in our playbook. Anytime you see a back back there by himself, these guys are going to be running the ball. And Derrick Henry is the only offense they got. They have no receivers. As a matter of fact, they don't have no numbers in the 80s. Did you guys know that? They gave them all the way to charity. Now they only got 50 through 56. That's the only numbers they got left. No receivers to speak of. Derrick Henry wins the Washington title, but only by 52 yards. That's close. That's actually a testament to Nick Chubb. All right, what about the next one, Steve? Your very next question. This is total touchdowns, not rushing, not just receiving. This is total touchdowns. Chubb or Austin Eckler? Who is more in 2023? <laughs> Stop. Who does Austin Eckler play for? The Chargers. That's stop easy. it. Didn't he, want, didn't he want to get a, he wanted to Bad leave? Job Man, stop it. Don't do this. Don't even do this. Don't I even. I bet you you two have different answers. Oh, really? Stop playing. Really? That's okay. easy. Stop playing. This man led. <laughs> it's the ridiculous. Team. He led. The, he can, well, I ain't going to say he led the league. He's been up there in like the past two seasons. Listen, it's a reason why he's always one of the top three fantasy running backs off the you, board. Don't, man. don't do this. It, <laughs> like, he, he catches it. He would catch one and run for. I, I've seen games where he's ran for two and caught two in the same game. Like he's a touchdown machine. Yeah. He don't do nothing else, man. He's going to score some touchdowns. All right. So this was going to be last year. It was <coughs> 17 to 15 for Eckler and you're going with close again. So three for Eckler. You guys, I don't want to say you're sleeping on Chubb, but no, nah, he I, I picked Chubb every year because there's a reason for me to watch the game with some anticipation, but this is close. I'm, Chubb Chubb going to have 13 touchdowns next year. He's going to have 13. He's going to get that off like Eckler. You know, he's but I'm waiting for him to fall off, though. Why? He, he he's a small body back. I don't really like his speed. I don't like his face mask. No, man, Eckler complete back. He <laughs> can run in between the tackles, outside the tackles. He can he can catch out the backfield. He can block. And you got to think, Keenan Allen is getting older at wide receiver. You got a young receiver in Palmer. Mike Williams is probably their best receiving <laughs> option. He always hurt. Like I just I I, I no, think how, a, how old is Eckler? They got, he, who do you think is older, Chubb or Eckler? Eckler. Eckler. Eckler is. about sixty. No, I mean they're 28 and 27. Eckler's a tiny bit older, but they are right in the same. But they don't got. Hey, look, first of all, it's a different body though. Let's, let's very different body. Very yeah. different body. Like it's it's a it's a, it's a three old a three old body. Put it to this way. And then it's a landslide body. Put it to you this way. He's probably option two in a passing game, option one in a running game. So. Yeah. Talking about Eckler. Man, so yeah. y'all got to cut this out. Like you, this man literally, he might have what. You ain't, you ain't telling me that. Like, I, mean, I went for the last two seasons. <laughs> I'm three a, it ain't no landslide, though. Yes, it is. It definitely is. It definitely is. You do know that. You 17 and 15? You know, you know Chubb getting the ball taken out of his hand. No, 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 no. Esther no. had 20 no, no, touchdowns no, 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 in 2021 no, no. and 18 touchdowns in what, 2022. Why are we? No, no. See, here's the thing. Why are we doing this? Because you understand this. If you run it, you know what? 
if, this is the, the, the misnomer you, is you, that <laughs> Chubb is not going to have the ball taken out of his hands. Do you know with less people in the box, Chubb going to have the ball and he's going to score more because them is touchdowns. I love to see DBs tackle him. I want you to be in dime. As a matter of fact, I love you to be in dime. They need to be able to run out of passing formations and Quinn. pass out of run formations. So, so you you banking on Chubb breaking long runs. Oh, he's going to have really long runs. Yes. Okay. Them light boxes, them little, I can't, listen, and this is, this is, this is new, this is, this is music to my ears, because guess what, them light boxes, you for the first time is going to get to see, you, you used to seeing Chubb get the ball, break a tackle in the backfield, make somebody miss, and then get seven yards. Last week, me and McNuggets was just talking about this. I feel like that his touches will decrease, but I think his yards per carry will increase. It, especially, you got to think, and he was splitting time. Okay. What, he was split time, Tyvis. Okay. He, listen, Dang. like Kareem Hunt. You, you, he's, hey, still gonna, he's still gonna split time. And right? he and, okay. and this the new Nick Chubb. By the way, this the new Nick. This the new Nick Chubb <laughs> that go back and forth with people on Twitter. This the Nick Chubb that be talking now. You don't even know, bro. This dude is this the Super Saiyan version. This crazy. He talking now. I hear you try. Who you try to convince me or yourself? Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I, I, my answer is solidified. It's not. It's nothing you can say. I'm just that's gonna change I'm my just, answer. I'm just warming it up. Austin Eckler will have more touchdowns. I'm just right, we're gonna move on, on to the, uh, the okay. receivers here. <laughs> the Browns have a clear cut number one in Amari Cooper. The Jaguars have a clear cut number one coming off a suspension in Calvin Ridley. So oh, we'll have more receiving <laughs> yards in the upcoming season. I forgot Amari it. Cooper <laughs> or Calvin Ridley. Who does Calvin Ridley play for again? Jacksonville. The Jaguars. Oh, he's out of here. He ain't gonna be getting butt rock like that. He ain't gonna be, listen. That's that's Travis Etienne. Just down there, just listen. Calvin Ridley. I forgot he was playing. It's easy. It's easy. Earl, tell us why it's easy and you're going with Amari Cooper. So we just talked about that, that this morning, man. This is Mr. Reliable right here, man. That's six six seasons in the NFL with over 1,000 yards. He's one of four active wide receivers to have accomplished such a feat. If there's anybody that Deshaun Watson can absolutely rely on and bank on, like depend on the whole nine, it's Amari Cooper. Calvin Ridley ain't played football in a year. Everybody talked about how – 300 some days, 700 some days off affected uh, Deshaun Watson. This man ain't touched the football field in a minute. And not only that, Trevor Lawrence already got chemistry with other wide receivers that's been there for a year or longer. I think that this is a young man in Calvin Ridley who's talented, but he's going to have to find his place in Jacksonville to where we already know what's up with Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Listen, let's say hanging with Mr. Cooper. That's when I'm Mr. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> 1,202 yards. Ridley, listen, I like you, bro, but uh, you ain't played in weeks. It's been months, and you need to stay off FanDuel, too. Stop it. 1,063 <laughs> yards. Don't be on FanDuel. Do, do not be on oh BetUSA. None of that. 1,063. You do come back, but I, I listen, this is an easy, and it's an easy 1,200 for Cooper. You know why? It's lightweight. You can't double him. This is why I keep trying. You're not doubling him. He's going to see singles. And this is the great thing about having a nice running back and Nick Chubb being out there being a menace and a tight end and some guys that can work in the middle. You can't double Cooper. He out there giving you route. He giving you feet. He's stemming on you. He breaking it. He's doing tic tac toe on boys out Christian here. That Kirk had a good tic tac toe. He did. Evan Ingram had a good year. They, they did. I like him. I like I like Calvin really for the fact, but I, I gotta go with Mari Cooper. You got Cooper. Davis, too. you're going with Cooper too, right? 
Ridley uh, had a carry. Crazy. He had a crazy year before the suspension. He, hey, he had some stupid numbers before he got suspended. But, you know, like I said, like like he, everybody's alluding to, you know, he's been gone for a year. And, you know, you got to get that chemistry back. Now, is it different from receiver? And, and is it different that he had to go through what he's going through and what Deshaun had to go through? Yeah, absolutely. Because that wide receiver, you're just running the route. It's up to the quarterback to ultimately get you the ball. And Trevor Lawrence played really well last year. I do think he needs to take another step. However, I think they're more of a balanced team. I think they work because they're not asking Trevor Lawrence to do a whole lot, but they are. He is being very productive with what they ask him to do. I do think he takes the next step. I do think Calvin Ridley helps him stretch the field to take the next step. But I just think it's going to take a while for him to get back to that form. So I, I got a good 900, 800 to 900 yards for Ridley this season. But Amari Cooper is one of those guys that's, uh, like I say, the route running is unbelievable. He's going to be open from the time he from to the day he retires because his route running and his ability to get open and create separation is far none than anybody in the NFL. And that's just something that can't be taught. As long as you can do that, you will always be productive. So that's why he always keeps a thousand or more yards. Yeah, I, I agree with my man's right here, man. I think really it'd be somewhere between seven and eight hundred yards. Dang. I, I, I think uh for Ridley? Yeah. Dang. I think, I think, Real quick, do you guys know his last full season was twenty twenty? He only played five games in twenty one before he got hurt and then traded and suspended for twenty twenty two. Do you know his stats from twenty? I I've forgotten. It was stupid. It was crazy. Like yeah, it was he had like no, he had like uh what fifteen hundred yards. He had ninety catches, just shy of fourteen hundred yards yeah, and nine so, touchdowns. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, that, that's cool and all, but I still think he's gonna have about hey. seven eight hundred yards. His no, first I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I, for, I forgot how good that that's team why, was. That's why I, I wrote it on the board. And, and I'm locking in Amari for another thousand yards. He was crazy. I gave I gave Earl the concussion face. I was like, dang. Uh, to dang. be to be like, fair, he was at, he was in Atlanta. I think Julio was still there. I think they might have just gotten rid of Julio, if or maybe Julio was still there. So he had no Julio was gone. Okay, well he was the number one option. So. I mean, Kyle Pitts just got there with two nah, years Pitt, ago. No, Pitts wasn't there. Pitts was there 20. Yeah, he was the only option. So, so they, what they had me, to force him the ball. So what y'all telling me, Calvin Ridley is is the worst good receiver from Alabama? No. 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 Where you get that from? Who said I mean, that? he's not better than Waddle. He's not better than Devontae Smith. He's I mean, sure not better than Jamison Williams. He's not better than Amari Cooper. Better than Judy. Is, Listen, hey, oh, that's that's I'm not sure how many of those dudes have had 1400 yard seasons. I, Say what you want, but I'm not sure how many of those guys. Have I, had I'm just saying I just threw the name. Which one of them are Alabama receivers is you visiting to take off the board for right Ridley? Well, Jameson Say, Williams give me the, give me the list so, you got, so you got Jameson Williams. He's played two games. He, he don't count, man. Yet. He don't I count. would take I would take Ridley over over Williams. What? I would take yes. yes. I would I'm take. Like, I would one thousand percent take Ridley over James. Can't play in the NFL. Yes, three games. Yes, five games. And he's suspended yes, for the first six this year. Are you serious? And he's suspended for the first six games yeah. this year. Well, just, listen, they need to stop. They need to stop doing fantasy football. Yeah. Him and this boy. Go ahead. That's so. That's go ahead. Go ahead. Jamison Williams is better than him. He was drafted higher. No, he has more that, that, he's better that, than that who? He's better than Ridley. You crazy? He's better than Ridley. Ridley really like Amari Cooper. No. Hey, G. Bush, G. Bush, listen, Jamison Williams t- has one career catch. Amari Cooper, wait, Tom, Amari Cooper Jameson what? Jamison Williams has one career catch. Who better catch. than Amari Cooper? I, I said, no, Amari Cooper's better than Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> that's why I said, I, I'm I, saying I, no to Ridley. Devontae Smith. I it, might go with Ridley. The, over Devontae Smith? I might. Oh, man, I boy, just might. He bigger. Boy, he, stop. I just might. Stop. Okay. 
You so, forgot. You you really now forgot. He, it's a good compare. Him and Jerry Judy is no, it's not close. It's, it's, it's not even close. <laughs> Jerry Judy has not lived up to the first round pick since he's been in the league. Hey, man, they both listen. It's debatable. No, no. It's debatable. Jerry Judy's never had a thousand That's yards. That's what I'm saying. What are you talking about? Okay, okay. It's debatable. No, it's not. It's debatable. No, it's not. I think, Cal listen, I would pick Amari Cooper. I agree with all three of you guys. Cooper's the answer, but I think Ridley's in for a big season. All right, moving on. Who will have more receiving touchdowns this year? Receiving touchdowns. Elijah Moore. Or Juju Smith-Schuster? Who, who Juju play for now? He's now the Patriots' number one target. Oh, boy, stop. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 like, boys. <laughs> Earl, might, Earl might get more targets in New England. These boys in New England is is fantasy killers. <laughs> and if you guys all agree, we'll move through this one quick because we got a couple left. Hey, I, I wrote an article on we my website. Stop playing, man. A couple months ago. I and, and it, it said the Browns get more with Elijah Moore. Everybody talk about this dude's playmaking ability. We all have seen the different ways the Cleveland Browns plan on using Elijah Moore, man. This dude is going to be a touchdown machine. Like, seriously. You had, it, you like, had a lot of good ones, but this is the worst one. Yeah, this, this, is, this is uh, really, Listen, Moore's tough to compare to because he hasn't – we all think he's going to be good, but he hasn't had the production, so it's impossible to find the, like, historical link to man. say – that's that. People go to the Patriots to die off. But not only that, I trust the quarterback better. Yeah, like, like more here. Yeah, like just, I, I don't yeah. trust my. We even got to talk about that. We let Earl speak. For All us. right, we got one more then, and we will wrap up and move on to a Deshaun Watson discussion here. But who will have more receiving yards this year, David Njoku or Dalton Schultz, who is now the number one target for C.J. Stroud in Houston? Who we'll have more yards? More receiving yards. Hey, look. That's and Joko, if you don't have more yards than him, we got to have a conversation. Oh, <laughs> CJ like Stroud. These guys, bro. Listen. Dang, come on. <laughs> come on, man. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Y'all Ohio State Buckeye lovers. That's not why. Schultz. That's not why. That's not why. If we start with Njoku, then we'll go to the Schultz man, boys. Oh, my God. That's not why. That's not that's even why, man. Ohio listen, State. it's worse than somewhere, somewhere Brad is saying, hey, Justin Fields, that man, he go get it done. It ain't even why. Bro, come Justin on. It ain't Fields. even why. CJ Stroud ain't played a liquor down. That's not why. We're going to take him to church. They use this against – you just – said that, that you know what he ain't played in the whole year. We don't even know what Jamison Williams gonna be. We don't even know CJ Stroud gonna be. Now they got they got Schultz getting more yards than just stop it. You wanna know why? Why? Let's tell them. Name me who they receiving core is. Nico Collins. Bums. John Mechie. So so who is the only reliable AKA guy? Nobody. Just <laughs> there it is. The, the correct answer could be AKA none of the above. So why would it? So so who does Schultz have to worry about fighting for the ball? He got a, He's self checked. He might want to figure like he's self checked, bro. He Are might, you serious? He, he, you got you got him you like know, he's, you know he's top ten or something. You know who, who Schultz? Yeah, he is. You got him like he top ten like that. He is. No, no he's not. He I'm gonna get. Can I give you the other reason? Are why? you serious? Why? <laughs> the brown side, Jordan Akins, and I can promise you that he going to take away targets and yards from David DeJoko, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. I, I got it on good account that the, Deshaun Watson got a great relationship with him both on the field and off the field. And when you're looking for somebody that you trust in the red zone, somebody that you already got chemistry with, outside of DeAndre Hopkins, Jordan Akins was the other guy. 
Yeah, and I got this information from somebody who actually covered the Houston Texans. Has been doing so for a while. I think Atkinson is going to come in here. I think that's the sleeper signing for the Browns this year. I think he's going to take targets and yards away from uh, David Njoku. Not to say Njoku won't have a good season, <laughs> but it ain't going to be what people think. Hey, he's going to be sharing. They get they get they get yards from Schultz. Just he only the question listen. is is he going to have more yards than Schultz? They Not more than, than George no, Kittle. But, but I'm telling you, like all I'm going to tell you is. You see how Lamar Jackson's favorite target was Mark Andrews. Let's That's not. gonna be how pretty much how the Texans hey, roll. They bro, go, listen, it's gonna be a Dalton Schultz because that's the only reliable guy. If you was unless Tank Dale just become that guy. If, if you a sixty-two, I don't care how reliable you are. You okay. are sixty-two on Madden. I, I hear you. He listen, David and Joke. You see, this is a hey. You better get these dudes together, bro. They be they be playing. They be playing with your it, name. It ain't even here. playing. I mean, here's the thing: the Browns got a lot of weapons, right? Like, this is not one of those situations to where I think that there's going to be one particular player on the Browns, like dominating targets, dominating carries or anything. This is going to be an offense that's everybody going to eat. Everybody going to feast, man. It's going to whoever open, that's, that's who getting the ball. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like with the receiving core and you add another tight end like that, you got to remember, man, Mary Kay told us on this show, Deshaun Watson has had his hand and damn near everything that had to do with constructing the offense this year. You look at the quarterback room. You look at some of the additions that's, that was made in free agency. There's a tight end that just came to Cleveland that's going to take targets away from David Njoku. And that don't mean David Njoku won't have a good year or won't ball out, but it's the weapons is plenty here. And if you believe that Kevin Stefanski is finally going to unveil this offense that we all think that's, that he's been waiting to do, he was just waiting on the right quarterback to do it in the right situation, I just think it's gonna be too many people that's gonna be eating for him to have that, you know, a high yards. What I what I want what I want is this: if if there's a mismatch, I ain't in the spread nothing. I want to punish people where they got a mismatch at, because that's what happens to the Browns. They don't <laughs> spread nothing on the Browns. They be like, oh y'all can't talk in the secondary, touchdown Jets. Oh you can't tackle nobody up front. Run to the left side, thirty-six yards. Now listen, no, I want, I want these dudes to get. For once, I want my people to have it. You see how they be on the spread around? Nick Chubb can't get twelve hundred. Amari Cooper <laughs> gonna get it. Like they want everybody with five hundred yards. I'm not signing up for that. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't want. Every, I don't want to see no. I I'm not saying that the six hundred. The Joku ain't gonna. He's gonna have about David seven hundred yards. Hey David, seven hundred yards. I give him four touchdowns. David, if you watching, seven and four. You know, now we get the other panel up here. They gonna start talking about your money, David. <laughs> David and Joku is not worth this amount of money. Hey, listen, these dudes. I'm saying you better get it More together. <laughs> better go get it. Well, as spirited as that was, the chat is also quite split on some of these. Whenever we read you some comments, Chad's brought to us. <laughs> By our dear friends at PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in East Lake Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are starting off for all positions at $18 and up. Plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and the signing bonus. Online. That man, you see how hard they work to get slash careers to learn more. Steve ain't right. That's, that how, is, that's how hard that's they working over here. A couple projections from the chat real quick before we move on. This is from Logan Farkas. He says, I love Njoku, but my expectations for him is about 650, 700 yards. I think Schultz is going to get at least 900. Uh, Bill Gaynor says Njoku's at the share targets with too many players, so I'm going to go with Schultz. 
A couple guys have also picked Schultz, but also a lot of guys in the chat going with Njoku. KR Thunder says if he's a red zone threat like he did the last couple of years, he could put up a monster season. So pretty pretty even split here. I think that's a pretty good uh, comparison to how we feel. Only two exact splits, or not splits, uh, clean sweeps, and most of those were at least 2-1 splits. So a lot of good conversation coming forward and a lot of fun things to monitor as we move, move on throughout the season. But we got into the next topic real quick. Let's get it. And I want to set this up, and then I'll let you guys take it as the, the guys who were here through mm. some tough times in Cleveland. And, but I want to give you guys the context of how this conversation began. On part of my take a couple weeks ago, they had Rich Eisen on. Rich Eisen's a big Jets fan. Big Cat, the main host, is a big Bears fan. And Big Cat said that he's so invested in Justin Fields being the guy to save the Bears franchise that if he doesn't turn out to be the savior, it'll be more painful than year after year of the Bears just being bad. 4-12, 3-13, whatever. Because he's so invested, his expectations are so high, if he's not, it'll be more painful than anything else he's experienced as a, as a Bears fan. So my question, as soon as I heard that, I called Earl and G and asked him this, and Tyvis we're going to talk about today. I'm not saying he's not going to be that guy. I'm just saying if Deshaun Watson doesn't turn out to be the guy we expect him to be, would that be more painful as a diehard Browns fan than going through an 0-16 season? The floor is yours. Who starred? <laughs> yes! Yes! The answer is yes, it would be more painful than the 0-16 season. Reason being, because it, the, the problem is you can't get people's hopes up. And then once you once your hopes up and you your expectations is high and it don't happen, that that kills you <laughs> all the way. Rather than you just being terrible, then you know you not, you know you have no expectations. There's nothing to expect. You know, you know the team's gonna be bad. But now that they got this great roster and this quarterback is supposed to be this great, he's got the contract. Oh yeah, and on top of that, that we've mortgaged our future for it. Then yes, if he if he turns out to be bad, it, it will be worse than 0 and 16. At least at 0 and 16, you knew you was getting the first pick of the draft. You go, you do bad here, you still you ain't making up for it. So yeah, it's uh it's a lot riding on this, and yeah, I'd rather go 0 and 16. Now when the Browns went 0 and 16, we had three quarterbacks on the roster that hadn't had a combined start in the NFL. So I think if you were an above average fan and understood how the NFL worked, mm -hmm. then you didn't really have any expectations for the Browns to really win. If they won one or two games that year, they would have they would have surprised me. I was one of the fools who had season tickets during <laughs> <laughs> one in 15 and 0 in 16. So like, no, like it was disappointing to go 0 in 16, but it's not like it was something that shocked me. Like, but on the flip side of that, man, I've been a huge fan of Deshaun Watson since the Clemson, day, Clemson days. <coughs> and I'm somebody that believed that he could return uh, to that 2020 form. And so if he doesn't return to that 2020 form, that means that he's just a guy at quarterback. And if he's just a guy at quarterback, then we've wasted years of investing resources and, and, and things like that around Deshaun Watson to make this thing go. We definitely wasted $230 million. And like Tyvis said, we've mortgaged the future. I think when you set expectations, which the Browns clearly have, we talk about when the Cavs traded for Donovan Mitchell, it was them saying, we're trying to go win a championship. But when you trade for Deshaun Watson, you give him $230 million. That's you saying that you're trying to go win the Super Bowl. So you're setting an expectation for your fan base that, hey, we want to go chase the Super Bowl. And if that's the case and he doesn't come out here and he doesn't return to form and 
he doesn't live up to everything that, that we think he can be, then hell yeah, that's 10 times more disappointing than 0-16. I can't believe y'all sitting up here saying this. Y'all done lost y'all's mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. What that's the it. hell is y'all? Yeah. Uh, it looked like y'all got swapped out for for Jason Lloyd and, 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 and Jay Crawford. <laughs> Who the hell is I dealing with up here? Yeah, and body double, they got new technology out here. Jada morphed himself in the time his body from the boat. Listen here. Let me just let me go ahead and just get into my files, bro. Let's get into this lab because this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, this is from May 10th, 2012, right? Colt this is Cleveland, this is in Cleveland.com. Colt McCoy <laughs> should be given a chance to start for the Browns. And they should be patient. Now, let me get this straight. The premise of your conversation is that in six games, you have now got to a make or break point with the Cleveland Browns where the world will come to a stop if Deshaun Watson is not the second coming of uh, of Tom Brady and, and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, right? That's what you're telling me in six games. But my whole life, let me give you the list of people that y'all was that y'all was given chances. We went 0-16 and 1-15 and to get Baker Mayfield. He's no longer here because he was garbage. That's the travesty. You got Deshaun Watson to make up for the fact that you screwed up that time. Oh, let's keep going. You screwed up on Brady uh, on Brady Quinn. And you kept telling, give Brady a chance. Y'all been given chances for the last 30 years. All of a sudden, Deshaun Watson get here. Your patience is over. How your patience over when you still checking for Baker Mayfield? Maybe he might be good in Tampa Bay. Well, I thought he was good with the Rams. Stop the games. If you when when you are 0-16, I refuse to diminish the, the value of 16 games. And Tyvis, you should understand that. Every person that's on that field can be done tomorrow. I am not sacrificing 16 games for nobody. And if you think developing any quarterback, putting all your picks on one quarterback, it's justification for losing 16 games. That's crazy. During that year, I woke up every single Sunday with the rest of the community, the whole world, and we said to ourselves, we have no chance to win today. Why the hell would I go back through that again and say, if Deshaun doesn't throw for 5,000 yards and be an MVP and win a Super Bowl game year one, all of a sudden, you ain't got no standards. Why you lying? You don't got standards like that. You been, we've been getting we've been getting dog walk forever. What are you talking about? But here, now all of a sudden we, we we ain't got no patience. But here's the thing though, a couple things on that. When we went 0 and 16, we should have drafted Deshaun Watson that next year. That next year we had the number one pick, and I think we had the 12th pick overall in the draft. The year that we took Miles Garrett number number one mm-hmm. was the same draft with Deshaun Watson. Yep. Wait, hold so, on, hold on. All right, I gotta cut you off. You take Patrick Mahomes. Okay. In hindsight, you take Patrick Mahomes. Put it to you this way. I remember having conversations with my cousin, right? When we had those quarterbacks, I said, don't trip. Even if the Browns was 0-16, Deshaun Watson coming out next year, we're going to be gravy, right? All I'm saying is you said it yourself. We woke up every Sunday and we knew we didn't have a chance to win. So if you wake up and you know you don't have a chance to win, how the hell can you be disappointed? You don't even expect to win. I expect to win with Deshaun Watson. That's my quarterback. I'm gonna be pissed off, man, if the Browns come out this year <laughs> and like they suck. Like if this season do not go the way that I expected to go, I'm gonna be so upset. 
it's ridiculous because I got real expectations for this team. So, so I had zero expectations for those teams in 2016. So what I'm asking you is why do we jump to the if you say and I say, well, what does it mean to be the guy? What is that? What is the criteria for that? Man? Right, that's a great question. What is the criteria for the guy? Okay, in this context, <laughs> I think when you trade three first-round picks and hand out a contract that was unprecedented before, which I have no problem with, by you the see way. How you, you see, you see how they, you guys see I, that's that. the truth. Come on, I that's think what it is. is. I think at that point, the guy has to be someone who is hmm. in that top-tier category. Does he have to be on the same level as Mahomes? No, I think that's unfair. But does he have to be in the same conversation as the Burroughs, the Allens, the other top, top-tier quarterbacks in the league? Yeah, I, I think he does. I don't okay. even think it's about the contract. I just think it's about the level of talent. Deshaun Watson is a talented quarterback. Granted, he had a horrible six games. But if I'm basing it on everything I know about Deshaun Watson from yeah. the time I seen him play at Clemson to the time I seen him play last season for the Cleveland Browns, overall, this dude is a baller. I don't so know if he what. don't come out here and ball – then yes, I'm pissed off. So, so <laughs> I don't understand how so, you so, that. So, so when, when you phrase a question, you the question says, repeat it again. <laughs> Look at this. Re- repeat yeah, the question. Is. Hold on, no, it's, it's fair. Re- <laughs> repeat this question. Is. Hold on, hold on. Re- go repeat that question. The exact question I asked and the one I sent in the rundown. Let me see chat, this rundown. We'll and I will read this. it to the quote to the people out <laughs> there, there exactly how. Here we go. I said, if Watson isn't good. Is that the biggest gut punch possible for Browns fans, worse than 0-16? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That was the exact question I sent you guys in the rundown chat. No. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> yes, it is. No, like, like, so you telling me that if he's not good, Right, I've seen the Browns. I've seen people for the Browns play and not be good, and they've still won eight games. I saw Baker not be good, and they went eight nine games. So what I'm saying to you is, when was he not good? He was not good his last year here. Oh yeah, he was hurt. He, uh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, man. Here's the circle. Here we go. Here we go. So, so the. I'm just here we go. Right, listen, so don't wait a minute. Put the camera on. He's go, go, go I am not a Baker bro. So look, don't, look, don't even start that. He was hurt. <laughs> the man was hurt. Here we go. Should he been playing? Absolutely. So not. this is my That's, premise. It's, it's on him. He McNug- decided to put the helmet McNug- on to go out see, there. You healthy. This but is, he was hurt. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm breaking it down to him. Like my thing is okay. Like we were so fine with bum quarterbacks our whole life. We, we ain't never had a quarterback, but all of a sudden we got standards <laughs> on this one. He played six games. Now, let me look at his stats. Can we look at his stats from uh, totality? Gee, you crazy. Can you we look at Sean Watson's career stats? Oh, you are crazy. You know what you gave can, up can, for him? Hold on. Can we, listen, so hold on. Let me show you this. You know right? why you got standards on him? Because you gave up everything. Because look, look, at that's why you got standards. Right there. That's right? why. That's so, why. So my thing is, why would you see a body of work like that? And then at the end of the day, doubt whether or not 
the no. six games is more is more sticking in your mind. If I see a we person not, with a trash, I don't care question. about the six that's games. Not, nothing to it's do not with even anything. about the six games. We're saying if once his contract is up, if we ain't went to the playoffs or had, he ain't been top five performing, that's terrible. So here's the thing: that is terrible. We the, wasted we wasted three picks and we wasted two hundred forty million dollars. But the, that's premise, what that's what but we the saying. premise is that that is worse than zero and sixteen. We didn't yes. have an expectation no. of this yes. team to be good. At least at zero sixteen, I can find a way to fix it. I can't fix that. I don't have no picks. I have no money or picks to do anything. Trash. We have no money. Do you know we want to do anything? Huh? Do you know we want 16? How many games did you think the Browns was going to win before that season? Be honest. <laughs> the Browns should have won at least seven games. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hold, on, hold on. In 2016? Hold on. Coming off of 1 and 15. Let, let me show you. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So coming off 1 and 15 with a quarterback stable. With no guy, with no career stars, you thought we was going to win watch, seven games. Watch this. How many games did they lose by one possession? Give, give me, give me. Uh, we're going to run down. I, I apologize for bringing you guys down bad memory lane here, but they lost oh in week one. God. So watch by, this. Go in week one, they lost to Philly by 19. Okay, they got blown out. In week two, they lost to Baltimore by five. Winnable. One score game. One score game. Keep going. This is the one in fifteen season. You want the zero and sixteen or the one in fifteen? We, yeah, you, whatever one you got. They right, was so close. This is the one in fifteen season. One in fifteen. Come on. In week three, they lost to Miami in overtime. One score game. One score game. In week four, <laughs> lost by eleven to Washington. Okay, so you gonna count that? Lost by twenty to Tennessee. Uh, you got blown England. out. Week six, lost by two to Tennessee. That's three wins right there. They could have had. Come on. Week eight, they lost by three to the Jets. There's four wins. Keep coming. Ain't nobody laughing now. Come on. In week 16, they lost by three to San Diego. And five wins right there on your hand. And in week 17, they lost by three in overtime to Pittsburgh. That is six wins on my hand that you could have been, you could have won by one possession or in overtime. See, you know good and well these games come down to a possession here, possession here. This right, is. you know that. Yes, so why, why, so why would it be hysterical that the Browns could have won six to seven because games that's like so I said vague. off the top? That is so vague, man. I was at most of these games, man. Listen, <laughs> even if they lost by four points, man, you know how many times they went into the fourth quarter down by 14? The other team to put the foot off the gas already. The that's the just the final I score. Was, at the end of the <laughs> game, I'm giving in, you facts. I was in Seattle with Sam Fred. I'm that giving you facts. At the end of the game, the Browns was losing by one score possession game. You want, guess, you want the 0-16 season? Give me the 0-16 season. season. These guys, look. Well, that's the season we was talking about. Well, let's go to no, that. No, that was 1-15. That was one, just, no, I'm saying, the, the whole question is about 0-16. This is 0 and 16. Let's go. Let's see they how lost in week in. one by three points. In week three, they lost to the Colts by three points. Here we go. In week five, they lost to the Jets by three points. Here we go. Looking crazy. In Ain't week nobody seven, laughing. In week seven, they lost to Tennessee by three points. Here's another one. Four winnable games. In week 14, they lost by six to Green Bay in overtime. Five. In week okay. 17, they lost by four to Pittsburgh. 28-24, so six games. These are winnable score. games, fellas. Are Come they? on. These are winnables. One possession, two possession, two points here or there. The bottom line is 
I, we're not going to get in the weeds. The weeds is this. <laughs> if you tell me Deshaun Watson is bad, the, the reality <laughs> of the situation is the coach is going to get fired. Yes. And he's still going to be here. Yeah. And so. And, 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 and what, see what you, we play, you got to play the whole contract play, out. Let, so, yeah. so the fans keep fired. The fired. next coach is in here. No good. Nothing. They got fired. The next coach is in here. Still no good. We're not going off of just one year. We're going off of Deshaun Watson's. Four year, whatever. But he said, he said, he said, no, 20, the, you, no, okay, that's not what he said. No, that's not what he said. He said his entire Browns career is not the guy. The question did not say 2023. That's why I'm sitting here like, what are you talking about? Are we talking about his whole career? Yes. Or are we just talking about next year? I'm saying if Deshaun Watson never returns to his 2020. Oh, well, that's different. Okay. That's different. That's why I'm sitting here like, what are you talking about? That's different. Like, hold on, that's different. Listen, listen. I just ran and argued for 15 minutes and didn't even know what we were talking no, about. No, it's a very small nuance. It's a, like it's a difference between Man. just next year and the whole time. See, <laughs> listen, I, oh, see, I, ain't ready. I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't ready these other cats, bro. Like I can admit it, but I'm like, okay, well, if you change that, it changed. Yeah, it's new information. But I'm sitting here thinking, why would you say if he's bad in 2023, is that worse than 0-16? Because no, yeah. he's still going to be here for like two more years. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, we're saying The guy, if he's not the guy, that well, means for the whole... That's why I just said we wasted all these picks and $240 million. That's what I thought you would have caught on. I did, I did, this, did. this is like when Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce was doing the stream and Paul <laughs> Pierce was talking crazy. Kevin Garnett tried his best to try to tell him that, that was we so streaming. funny. Like, dude, we streaming. <laughs> Shut up. That was so Carbone, I Car Carbone after this. Carbone. <laughs> like, Carbone. Like, <laughs> I was not talking about strippers and dice games. The stream got the drop on us. <laughs> He brought a rented girlfriend to a live show. I know. And acted like it was just cool. Like it was cool. Like she cool. She, she got her girls with her. Like, what are you talking about, Paul? I it bought her for cool. the day. This is my girlfriend for the day. I said, yo, this is crazy. But no. Yo, shout out Kevin Garnett. And I'm, this is not a joke. Listen, live streams are tough because it's all live. You can't hide. You can't edit anything. Kevin Garnett tried to be as professional as humanly possible and tried to save his boy's ass as many times as humanly yeah, possible. Yeah. In a three-hour live stream, and Paul Pierce kept digging his grave deeper and deeper and deeper. It, and if you haven't seen it, go just check. YouTube. It is it's hilarious. Effing hysterical. Hey, hey, it was so bad that, that ESPN fired him twice. They was like, you know what? Put, yes. his, put his name back on the list. You get him and put him back on there and tell him he's relieved of his duties. <laughs> no, but, you know, I, listen, I will give it. That, that was a good question, McNuggets. That was a good question. So what'd you say? I was listening. To I said Quinn. it was a good question. It was a good question. Now I was totally right if they, we was just talking about 2023. Yeah, if you were talking about 2023, nobody would have said because yeah, all the they wouldn't blame him. They blame Kevin Stefanski. Hey, hey, so Mike, you, you, and, and Mike, you you got on my ass my first time because I ain't read my rundown. <laughs> Well, no, th this is even better because G even asked me to repeat the question. Yeah. In the time. yeah. And I repeated the question exactly. Repeat that. Word for word, but no. Uh, in all seriousness. I, I was, we had this topic, G. What did I call you guys with this? Three, maybe a month ago? Yeah. I've had this in the queue waiting for the right panel. And even though, G, you may have taken it a little in a different direction than I anticipated, I, I still think it was a, a fun conversation. I think the chat, Anthony, the chat seemed to enjoy that one too, right? What, what was the chat's overall impression? What they, yeah, chime in here real quick. Uh, they, they liked it. And then the results of the poll here is Watson not being elite, 53%. Everybody's agreeing that that would hurt more. So that's pretty even. 53% for a poll that we do. How many votes? About 200 votes, give or take? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty even, which means that – I don't know what that means. I know what that means. That means I got Donald Trump pool. Even when I argue the worst stuff, I still get 47 percent of the vote. Hey, that's because they, they, they were confused. I think they were – everybody was confused. Hold on one sec. Let's make one thing real clear just for everyone out there. None of us are saying Deshaun's going to be bad. No. We're just poising the question if. If. None of us he think he's actually going to be bad. He better not be bad. bad so. Hey, I – Oh, oh, 16 rough, bro. You think – listen. That – Deshaun can't be bad. Listen, oh, he's not going to be bad. I think Deshaun going to be a top seven quarterback when the season ends. He's not going to be bad. Hey, listen, by the way, I'm letting everybody know. If, if Deshaun, when Deshaun Watson is good this year, I'm going to be the pettiest person in the world on Twitter. Do not at me. Wow. Like, I'm going I'm going to be pettiest because I'm I'm doing all the victory laps. Oh, well, be, be you and everybody else. No, 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 no. See, that's what that's what they're going to sell you. They're going to tell you <laughs> that everybody was always down for this move. I got screenshots. You was not. Down oh, for this. yeah. <laughs> anybody that was against yeah, it. You did uh, not like this move. Go ahead. I, I mean, I, they had good reason. I mean, it was a good reason. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.